Close, close. Can't even watch the game! Well, hello, my amazing and fabulous listeners. This is your host, Eglantina Zing, and I'm super happy to be back on this sixth season of Zing. Last season, we dove deep into the art of building meaningful relationships. Now, let us explore a transformative concept, creating your circle of influence. So, welcome to the Zing, where we decode the secrets to a fulfilling life in just 30 minutes. Caramba! And we're back at the Zing in this sixth season. Welcome to a new episode of uh, a podcast that probably you are not, uh, most people are not listening to. But if you tap into it, keep it to yourself. Because I think this conversation should be private and secret. Grado 33, como decía mi abuelita. Um, I think um, the conversations that we share here, I always say, if you like it, if you find any value on it, share it, uh, connect. But I think it's also for you. So I, I, I sit here and I, I talk about topics or things or conversations that I feel that are valuable and there are things that I question and I will talk with my friends. We're talking in this season about the circle of influence and uh, it can become a little bit overwhelming. I kind of boring because how much can you talk about how to create, curate, your circle of influence, but it cannot be boring because I think it's something that we have to all work out and be very aware and conscious about how the people that surround you actually influence you. And I was just watching last Sunday, the Super Bowl. I don't like anything about American football. Um, the outfits, yeah, and some of the players are kind of hot, but not really. <laughs> hundred yards, <laughs> and that shit lasts so long. You know, uh, the football that I like, soccer, called here, it's just 90 minutes. And uh, they play with so much grace. And it's like a dance. This one is so violent. And, um, and it could last forever. I don't understand the rules that much. But the most important thing is that in, in the US, it is the most popular sport. The Super Bowl is where it unites everybody and their mother from Hollywood to the biggest, uh, richest people, to the biggest entrepreneurs, to everybody. But this year, it happened to be that it was not about the NFL. It was not about the players. It was about Taylor Swift. I personally adore and admire this girl. I wish that in my time, I had a woman like that. When I worked in MTV, most of the musicians or the women that were musicians, it was all about being a, you know, sexy, uh, the lyrics of their songs were all about, you know, giving themselves out for a slice of their New York strip. It wasn't about creating uh, songs that it might sound teenagers, but we all can connect to about heartbreaks, about love, and also not only about how she writes her songs or um, how she uh, plays every instrument on it, but also how she has stand up in an industry that always tries to put women down. And uh, this girl who we, or the whole society, has probably made fun or say, you know, the teenager, the blonde, the dumb. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. I got nothing in my brain. 
and she took over the NFL. 120.5 million people tune in to watch this game, but it wasn't to watch the game. And we always watch the, the, the halftime because they have the best performance. We've seen Michael Jackson, Shakira, J-Lo, Justin Timberlake, you know, wardrobe malfunctions from Janet Jackson that was banned forever. And the amount of money that people invest in, in those commercials as well. But this time was different. I've never even seen it with Giselle and Tom Brady. Just the fact that Taylor Swift was there changed everything on the most popular game in the United States of America. Everything was the talk about her and her boyfriend, who is a quarterback for Travis Kelsey. Uh, he's handsome. And she's five foot eleven. My God! Wow! Incredible. She she should have been playing the 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 halftime. I think she would have done. Um, it would have created even much more of a boss instead of Usher playing there. But um, it's not about that comparison of of finding that in a, in a sport that is so male dominated that the power the money it's all about like that masculinity of fight that this woman with her little teenager songs shifted and revolutioned toda esa mierda. A touchdown, I think it was done by her, and I, I, I believe women have so much power, and this woman is not about uh, objectifying herself as a sex symbol. It's uh, about creating a, a, an approach to love, to heartbreak, to a journal of her stories, with talent. And when we're talking in this season about the circle of influence, I look at her, she doesn't follow one person in Instagram, not one person. She is, she has such a close circle of people. Her behavior is so pristine. There's nowhere, you know, you can see Miley Cyrus is super talented, Lady Gaga is super talented, but they're all about a scandal. And they, I'm not comparing the kind of talent, but this woman with absolutely no scandal has become a billionaire, a major player in an industry, and a humongous reference, not only for women, but for absolutely everybody, with an impeccable behavior, with an incredible dedication to her work, with absolute talent. And uh, she took over the most important day of the United States. It's uh, mind-blowing because everybody will talk, oh, you know, maybe you guys have different kind of opinions saying like, oh no, fuck Taylor Swift, or the game and our team. And you're very much of the fans of the 49ers or the Kansas or the Patriots or whatever team you are for, but I am team Taylor. And uh, I really wish that I had had that as an example or had had that opportunity to grow up with a woman like that. And it's in my full admiration that, um, that I see a woman excel, succeed, and with no, she doesn't have to bend to any man. Her manager was this guy who's the manager of Justin Timberlake, who's now recently the manager of Jay Balding as well. And he's away apparently, you know, you always want to be signed by an agency that represents you, the best manager I want to have.
the manager of Madonna, the manager of this one. Those people are snakes, they're leeks, they suck you. And this woman had the guts to stand up and create her whole thing, her own company, with the, the, the ownership of her songs, of her uh, producer company, of her concerts, and whatever she does, and she gives back in a lot of ways. And I think this, this uh, conversation or this moment of that, I don't think it was planned because she's madly in love with this guy and I think they're beautiful and hopefully uh, it's not going to be another album about another <laughs> um, heartbreak or another uh, kind of love that goes wrong. They also have given her that fame or that reputation of that every relationship that she has, she writes it in, in, in songs. Me too. Every relationship that I have, I put it on this podcast. So um, the point is that um, she has been able to stand up and own her um, talent, her songs, her music career, and not depend on anybody who tells her. And in that sense, I think um, it has to do a lot with her, her friends. It's very small. Uh, you don't see her, maybe she parties in her house, I don't know, but you don't see her outside making a scam book, coming out drunk. I would love to know you, Taylor Swift, because I think for the work that we do at Goleadoras, it will be an incredible reference to have a woman like you, and for me personally, it's a rock star that you went over, took over one of the most important uh, scenes and um, and moments in the world, which is the NFL and the Super Bowl, and with so much grace as what you do, and as a reference that you are for every girl, and your dedication, your work ethic. Um, wow, we could not have uh, a bigger reference as a young girl who is striving to create her career and to stand up for herself, and uh, to stand up for so many other girls that don't have uh, the guts or don't think that they have a, a, an opportunity because the world sometimes closes up for, for pretty girls, love stories, teenagers, uh, maybe your songs are, I think they're amazing. They could be teenagers, maybe they're not as deep as uh, Lana del Rey, or que se yo que carajo. They're fun, they make you happy, they make you, a dance, a sense of joy that I think that's uh, the most important thing that she communicates. And uh, communication by not only, they're not shallow at all for me, and I don't think her career has uh, the example of being shallow. It's a woman who stands up for herself, for her music. One thing that I admire a lot about women that uh, support women, and Taylor Swift, uh, I don't know her personally, but um, she seems to me, out of the story that I saw with Jimmy Fallon, that, that Jessica Chastain was uh, on a show, and she said that she was just brokenhearted and, you know, trying to listen to some songs. And uh, Jimmy Fallon asked her if she knew Taylor Swift, and she said, like, no, I don't know her, but I love her. And Taylor, the day after, sent her an email from an Apple address. I'm not heartbroken, but I've been there. She saw, sent her a playlist with all her songs, not her songs, but the songs that she will listen to whenever she had a heartbreak. 
she created a playlist for her friend that was going through a tough time. You know, that says a lot about somebody to take the time to send something so personal and so beautiful and to share and to support. You see her videos with her friends, her, uh, her circle. Um, man, that woman really, um, her cats, I have two cats now for the first time in my life, but Taylor Swift knows a lot more about cats than I do. I know about Jaguars, but um, I don't know why I'm talking about this whole podcast about Taylor Swift, but I'm actually quite obsessed with the woman. I think she's an incredible human being, a woman supporter, woman empowerment, an incredible reference. And she has actually hijacked the most important sports and event in uh, the United States to, to make it about, we always have like, I know, why would she be here? She should do the halftime of the Super Bowl and it would have been much more of a hit. 120.5 million people tune in. I think it's the, the Super Bowl most watched. And they, was not, they were not watching for the game. They were watching just to see Taylor Swift routing for her boyfriend. So bravo Taylor Swift, fuck the NFL. You actually watched Leonardo DiCaprio with Johnny Depp. Well, like Man, I don't know, but Taylor Swift was drinking tequila and singing. She should have done the halftime. And if you want to tune in more to the zing and all our little points of views, if you find anybody in the conversation, share it, put your comments and uh, let's start a conversation. Let's move on, create bigger examples, open up our minds and break those stereotypes and barriers. Check out the Zing. You can find the Zing with double G in all your uh, uh, platforms that you check out your podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, iHeartRadio. I don't know where else we're, but in all that things, you can find it, subscribe, give some hearts. And if not, keep the conversation for yourself. I love you guys. Los quiero. Beso.